welcome to the Big Kids Book Club. A podcast about all things fictional, from middle grade to young adult. So sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Big Kids Book Club. My name is Marcus and I am your host. And joining me back today, our first repeat visitor here at the Book Club, we have author of The Weather Weaver and the upcoming Gathering of Storms. It's Tamsin Mori. Welcome to the show. Hi, Marcus. Thank you so much for having me back. <laughs> it's so lovely. We get to have repeat guests on now. This is how exciting because the podcast has been going strong enough that we can have Authors come back on the show with their brand new books. Super exciting. How have you been since last year we spoke? Oh, so good. It's been brilliant. The weather weaver has, has gone down a storm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I couldn't resist. I'm sorry. But no, it's, it's been flying, which has been amazing. I'm with Uclan Publishing, who are quite a small publisher. So you, you just don't know how, how a, a book published by a debut author with an indie publisher is going to go but it has flown and it's been amazing the weather weaver was on the the reading list for the summer reading challenge with the libraries wild world heroes so i got to go out and visit lots and lots of libraries and school visits and literature festivals it's been amazing (laughs) all the things i was hoping for when i was quietly writing it in the first place Oh, fantastic. And was it, did you get to go out? Obviously, 2021 has been a bit of a transition year uh, where obviously yes. st- stuff has still been mainly online, but I don't know if you've been able to get out there, actually visit people in person, get to see some of the stuff face to face. Little bit. It's been a real mixture. The start of the year, then it was practically everything was virtual. So I made good friends with my webcam. <laughs> um, but since then, there have been a few opportunities in, in between lockdowns to go dashing out. And it's, oh, it's my new favourite thing. Actually, meeting readers in real life is just such a joy. <laughs> but you haven't just been meeting fans, of course. You have been busy working on a brand new book, A Gathering Storm. We continue Stella and Nimbus's journey as you expand on the world of the Weather Weavers. Do you want to tell me a little bit about how it was like writing book two compared to that debut book? It was brilliant. I must admit, I wasn't coming at it cold because when I first started writing The Weather Weaver, I, I did a peculiar backwards thing. And the first part of the story that I came up with is actually the bit that lands in book three. <laughs> And then I was like, no, 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 we we can't start here. We need a bit more first. Actually, no, we need even more first. So I ended up back at book one. So ever since first starting to write the story, I've had this sort of series of episodes in mind. So it it wasn't as though I was sitting down and going, oh, what do I write now? Partly, I was just delighted to be able to carry on with their story. I really wanted to dive into the world of weather weaving and a gathering storm really gives you the opportunity to find out about all the different kinds of weather weaving. Because Tamara is just one weather weaver and she's she's a bit of an outlier, a bit of a rebel. <laughs> but when we meet the main weather weaving community, then you get far more of a sense of the different specialisms that, that people do with their clouds. Um, yeah, Stella, Stella gets to meet lots of new weather weavers in this book. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think that's one of the great things about it because you get to re like reintroduce the characters from last time. So we have Stella, Nimbus, they grow more than their jolly. You've got Tamar, who is causing trouble, as usual. Um, <laughs> but it's really the introduction of like the council and all the other sort of weather weavers and that sort of growing community. It's that sort of sense of when Harry Potter sort of came from just you're just a wizard, Harry, into there is a whole community, there's a, a behind the scenes and fleshing yeah. out that world. Now, it's interesting mm-hmm. that you mentioned that you already had the world in mind when you, you backtracked all the way to Stella's first discovery of uh, weather weaving. But when you're sitting down and planning it, did you expand on, on it? Because obviously Stella, I'm guessing Stella and Nimbus have sort of changed maybe how books two and three may have gone. A bit, yeah. I've, I mean, over writing book one, I got to know Stella and Nimbus so well. So books two and three have shifted a bit because I've got to know them better. So I, you know, my original thoughts of how it would go didn't quite match because Stella's actually gained quite a lot in in independence and in confidence and determination, and and just loves Nimbus. <laughs> so Nimbus is is very much, you know, her, her teammate, her partner, her best friend, I suppose. So, yeah, so that gave a slightly different slant to how book two works out. <laughs> wow. We're not going to give too much away because it's coming out very soon on uh, March the 3rd from UCLan, as you mentioned. But I do, I always find it interesting because obviously we haven't had a chance to really talk to an author from the debut to the second book process. So I wonder what it was like, obviously, possibly tighter deadlines. Book one obviously gets potentially years of craft and love yeah and years, then you, you told to them you told to basically turn out book two in a very short deadline I wonder how long you were given and and what it was like having to accelerate the writing and editing process um it was I I suppose I had an idea of of what the editing process would be like which when I wrote the first book I had no idea at all I was still going on those sort of vague ideas that when I'd handed my manuscript to a ma- publisher, it would magically appear on bookshelves. And of course, that's <laughs> actually, there's about a year of working on it that goes in. UCLan were, were lovely and told me fairly soon after a weather we- the Weatherweaver had come out that, that they definitely wanted to move forwards with book two. So I just dived into writing it straight away. And it, it went through a lot of iterations. I think I did about five or six drafts. I mean, I, I love writing, so that didn't feel like a hardship. <laughs> and also lockdown. So, you know, anytime everything was getting a bit, ugh, I was like, no, I'm just going to escape into the world of weather weaving. <laughs> but yeah, it took me, it took me a while, quite a few drafts. It had a structural edit and then a second structural edit. And then I asked to have it sensitivity read because there's quite a diverse cast of characters in it. So that was really interesting, being able to borrow somebody else's eyes for a while. (laughs) And then, yeah, it's now just gone to print about two weeks ago. (laughs) But yeah, no, I'm somebody who loves writing and editing. I love that process. So it actually... It was a glorious distraction with everything else that was going on, actually being able to just dive in and and focus on that. (laughs) No, no, we're really glad to see that. And obviously coming into this sort of year, hopefully there's going to be a chance to really go out and give it a a bit of a bigger book launch um, rather than just sort of like having to go online and you can get into shops and uh, bookstores and libraries again. I think it's a great one to sort of see the, the sort of the movement of, Stella and Nimbus's character growing because I think it's really those characters we latch onto and we love 
So I, it does get me wondering, you've already sort of hinted at this because <laughs> you mentioned there was a book free somewhere in the, <laughs> in the recess of your mind. Do we already know whether there's going to be a book free or is it just sort of TBC? I'm about 40,000 words in. <laughs> so getting there, I'm trying really hard to get a solid first draft before book two comes out. <laughs> Sounds like you're pretty busy then at this point. <laughs> but yes, there's definitely going to be a book three. <laughs> okay, fantastic. And it's definitely going to be one of those things where we're going to it, sort of see it elevate up more danger, more stakes, do you think? Of course there will. <laughs> <laughs> more excitement, bigger weather. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> fantastic. Okay. And what I would say is obviously we have gone through this journey with you, which has been really exciting. But uh, for those people who are listening to this, maybe for the first time, we've gained a load of new listeners since you you sort of launched last year. So I guess you could say the podcast has launched alongside you and grown, which is fun and fantastic. So some people might be like, I've not heard of this book or I've not heard of a Weather Weaver. Do you want to just tell us why a, a new listener to the show has to get invested in this this series? Okay, well, I'll, I'll give you a kind of nutshell version of the Weather Weaver, which is it's set in Shetland, which is kind of my homeland. My my mother's side of the family are all Shetlanders, so I grew up surrounded by all the wonderful myths and legends from the islands, and and that that sort of feeds into the story. The main character Stella is eleven, and she's been sent to stay with her grandpa up in Shetland while her parents are away working for the summer which is quite tricky because Gran's not around anymore. Grandpa is not not that practised at looking after children and they have a fairly rocky start. But then Stella encounters a strange old woman called Tama who asks her to catch a cloud. Now, Stella initially thinks, well, you can't do that. Clouds are clouds. But Tama insists And sure enough, Stella succeeds in catching a cloud and begins to learn about the magic of weather weaving. (laughs) Turns out quite a lot of her grand stories have more than a grain of truth in them. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. It is definitely become a a fan favourite, I think, as well. As you say, the the reception it had, the uh, the sort of onto the library lists, the books of the year lists, I definitely feel that. If you haven't checked it out and for some reason you've allowed it to fly under your radar, check out the weather weaver because that's out right now and a gathering storm is soon on the horizon uh so i had i had a moment of joy this morning because i spotted on twitter that shetland libraries posted their most read books of 2021 and the weather weaver was on there i think just after michelle and barack obama <laughs> <laughs> some good company I was like, what that's some good company <laughs> So oh. I think it must have been read by practically every child in Shetland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. That's so great. Because again, it was one of those sort of like uh, environments and settings that you just don't see. Obviously, you have a lot of stories set in the city and some in the country, but in the remoteness and the uniqueness of uh, the, the Shetlands, it just it, initially that just took you away. It was like, oh, wow, book set in the Shetlands. You know, you just don't see too many of them. Now, Shetland is an amazing place and it's so full of stories. <laughs> so I'm just glad mine is one of them. <laughs> Fantastic. And we have The Gathering Storm to join into that collection coming out from UCLan on March the 3rd. Oh, wowza. So it's been a fantastic year. 
2021 for you, Tamsin. 2022 is looking just as bright and hopeful. Uh, you've already said that book three is on the sort of the, the writing pages at the moment. It's, you know, on the typewriter. Uh, do we know when we can expect that? Is that a 2023 release? I think probably we'll be aiming for about the same time in 2023. So, yeah, early March 2023. Fingers crossed. Better yeah. get writing. <laughs> it's, it's a good spot to be in. I think March is a really good time. You know, people are hungry to read. And I think you mentioned earlier that it's also World Book Day that's coming out on, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> Um, so we've got a lot of stuff we are excited about. Is there anything else in the pipeline, uh, any secrets, uh, maybe a, a non-Weather Weaver book or anything else or you're eyeing up at all? I, I am brewing another book, yes. I'm, so I've, I've figured out now that actually when there are long gaps in the whole writing process, so you spend an intensive period of writing and then send it off to the publisher and then you can either spend your time sort of refreshing your emails or <laughs> or writing more stuff <laughs> so last year it was kind of alternating between book two and book three but this year now that book three is going to be going to them I've got I've got something else that I'm cooking up it's early days yet but <laughs> fantastic well that's fantastic which means we'll get a lot more books from you Tamsin so all your fans out there who love your writing can expect you to keep writing for the next couple of years and keep them entertained Absolutely fantastic oh this has been fantastic it's been fantastic to to meet up with you again tamsin to reconnect Uh, but unfortunately as so many like a spring shower it has come and gone uh we are at the end of today's podcast but we're not going to go anywhere until we get a competition yes it's competition time so one of you lucky listeners is going to get a chance of getting your greedy mitts on a copy of A Gathering Storm. Uh, if you do want to try and win that copy, all you need to do is head over to our Twitter, at Big Kids Book Club, all one long lovely word, and there you're going to be retweeting the competition post with the hashtag StormComp. StormComp, that's all you need to do. And today's one, I was having to think about what to do, and today's quizzy question is, so obviously Nimbus shows his emotions by changing colours and, and whatnot, and I had a really idea which was, if you could change the color of clouds to sort of change the way that weather works, what color would you change them to and when? Uh, I was thinking like, if I was to have beautiful orange clouds, maybe instead of gray, it wouldn't be so bad when it was always dark and stormy here in the UK. I don't know about you, Tamsin, if you could change clouds to any color uh, in a certain situation, what would they be? Yeah, I like your orange. I think I think maybe a kind of sunrise gold, yeah. <laughs> That would be pretty nice. Yeah, absolutely. And then maybe I was thinking as well, it goes to something like a nice teal if it's going to snow. Mm, yeah, that would be properly atmospheric. Yeah, I just, <laughs> just, just one of the things we were thinking about, they have a couple of our ideas. We want to know what kind of cool, quirky colours you can come up with to change the clouds to. So there you go again. Hashtag StormComp. Retweet that post on Twitter at Big Kids Book Club and you could be in a chance of winning a gathering storm. Sounds pretty good, Tamsin. Brilliant. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you for coming back onto the show. Looking forward to, to meeting you soon. But before I do let you go, I want you to let our lovely listeners know how they can find out more about you and your books. Have you got a social media or a website they can go to? Uh, both. Yep. I've got um, Twitter where I'm Maury Tamsin. 
and Instagram where I got it the right way around and I'm Tamsin Mori. <laughs> and I've also got a website which is tamsinmori.com where I post about things that are coming up and places I'm going to be. <laughs> ah, there you go. So if you want to meet Tamsin herself, get on the website, find out where she's going to be. Well, big thank you again, Tamsin, for coming on the show. Brilliant to see you again. You too. Thank you so much, Marcus. <laughs> oh, fantastic. And to you, lovely listeners, for sticking around. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Remember, you can find out more about our content on Twitter at Big Kids Book Club. You're going to be going there anyway to enter that competition, I know. But you'll also find out more about our postings and our programming. We have midweek reviews and further content. And we've got additional stuff at our website, bigkidsbookclub.com. Go there and you can find a whole host as well as an archive of every single podcast. So you can go back and find the original uh, interview we had with Tamsin and find out all about the Weather Weaver if it's perked your interest. But that's all we have time for this week. So all I have left to say is for you to take care, to stay safe, but most importantly of all, to keep on reading.